Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My, My Ship, Ship Story. story. <laughs> God, that was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we are excited to bring Olaf into the show. And he has been on a lot of the German crude industries. And he is a, um, I think he started out in food and beverage. Is that right? And then moved to a lecturer in spirits. So um, uh, before we get to Olaf, let's check in with Brad and Eric and see what's happening in uh, Brad, your neck of the woods. What's going on? Oh, not a lot. It, uh, it's a nice day today, finally. Uh, should be out working in the vineyard, but uh, this is a lot more fun, so I guess I'll stay here. <laughs> what's, a, what's a work in the vineyard consist of? Oh, I just need to start trying to get pruned and, and cleaned up and mowed and that kind of stuff, sprayed, that kind of stuff. And Eric, what's going on uh, in uh, Nashville? Not much here. I'm just really thrilled with the spring weather. It's, you know, it was up to 75 this, this past week and it's been in the seventies and sixties most of the week. So I'm just loving that weather, but I do have to mention, I was cracking up because I was watching, uh, I don't know, one of the, one of the national news and they were showing how the weather was coming across the country, like these big storms that are headed this way. And they had a map and in Oklahoma, they had Watonga on the map. And I was like, what the hell? Why would they have Watonga on a national map? And I just was cracking up because I had, I don't know if it ever comes up, if it's something or that I just noticed for the first time now, but I was just laughing to myself thinking, well, look, Watonga made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they made it. There's somebody now. We're on the map. Yeah, yeah, we're on the map. Well, I just uh, got back. No, normally, like when we're looking at the uh, the uh, different Zoom and stuff, my face is red, but it's actually, you can't even really tell, but uh, I got sunburned. Actually, we went down to the beach uh, for the past few days and, you know, it was overcast and it was a little bit of sunny and it was, you know, it didn't get hotter than 75. And I thought, well, I'm going to sit on the beach and I'm just going to take in all the sun just like that. And my whole chest probably matches this red. So it just, I can't believe I got after so how many sunburn. years working on a ship that you do not realize that you can get sunburn when it's cloudy. <laughs> I, I know, but like, you know, when, when we're on the ship and stuff, you know, you, you get in there and you get that first layer burned off and then, and yeah. then you work on your tan. Yeah. yeah. But, so um, what beach did you go to? Port Aransas down by Corpus Christi. Yeah. We usually go down to South Padre, but we did Port Aransas this time. So, uh, um, is it, did you go, is it at spring break for your kids or, uh, this week starts spring break. Last week was spring break down there, but all of the store people are like, yeah, we're everybody's, you know, getting all their supplies for the rest of the month. It's just going to be chaos. So, um, we did that and then brought our, uh, one of our kids halfway back and dropped him off in Dallas. And he went down with a carload of people down to South Padre. So he's down there now. So hopefully uh. we get a kid that comes back. <laughs> we're like uh you know he doesn't have his passport with him we're like you know it, he's in harlingen in south padre which is very close to the border and a lot of people usually go to mexico we're like do not go into mexico <laughs> did no you matter... purposely not give him his password so he wouldn't go yes uh, good <laughs> like, call good you call. won't come back <laughs> yeah yeah but um anyway so hey let's uh, get on with the show we've got olaf here today from uh, he's in northern germany i think right Yes, correct. 
Awesome. Well, hey, Olaf, can't wait to see what's going on with you and hear some of your stories. And uh, because we haven't had anybody from a German cruise line. Uh, so that's that's pretty exciting. And there's a couple of stories in our test yesterday that uh, are going to be exciting. So um, welcome to the show. What's going on? Thank you very much. Yes. My name is Olaf Jakobsen. A kind of uh, silly man, uh, because uh, I was, when I was uh, aboard a cruise ship, I was the important, the most important person aboard for <laughs> a couple of passengers, because I brought a single malt whiskey with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, let's start in the beginning. Uh, I started in a five-star hotelery, and uh, everybody important talks about cruise ships like uh, the Holy Grail. And, I thought, my God, what is that about? Um, uh, it can't be worse for the career if you're working on Kinda. And so, well, I, I checked out. I didn't had uh, good hope to get a job aboard a cruise ship. And, well, it was very, very easy. I got it uh, without any problem. And um, I was very about because uh, <laughs> I thought so. That was too easy. <laughs> what's what's wrong with that? Uh, there must be something wrong. So, uh, so which cruise line was that? Which was your that, first that job? Was, in well, I started on Diamond Reederei ships. Diamond Reederei uh, is um, one of the most popular uh, we had in Germany, but they are not existing anymore, uh, okay. unfortunately. That was in in the beginning of the nineties. I started working there, and I started working on a ship called Berlin, MS Berlin. That was our love boat. Did you ever heard that Germany has got its own TV series? Oh. Like, like, like you had the love boat, we had the Traumschiff. Oh, I never uh, heard that. No. We still have it. It's still working. It started with, with cruise ships like the Vista Fjord, probably you heard about when you were very, very young, because that's 45, 50 years ago. They already had this TV show. Uh, it's called Dreamship. Yeah, it's uh, the Traumschiff was very fancy and it's still um even the most of the people started with the first cruises they showed on the movie they are dead already yeah because it's, it's <laughs> such an old thing yeah right. well, i don't know about the guys played in in love boat if they're still existing uh, uh, yeah they're still most of them are still alive but uh like captain stubing the 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 lead character the man without hair yeah yeah so he just <laughs> turned i think he just had his 90th birthday uh, which okay. I just saw online. So he's still very closely associated with Princess Cruises because he's kind of like they're like, you know, they throw him out there whenever there's any big announcement, they'll, you know, he'll have him do it and stuff like that. So he just yeah. turned 90. So, but they're, they're getting, they're all up there in ages. Yeah. Not, yeah. Well, time flies. Uh, anyhow, no, well, we are not 20 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, regularly. Um, well, it was, um, Kind of funny because uh, uh, when I arrived at the harbor, it was in Spain. I had to uh, join the ship embarking the first time for me, and uh, I saw the ship and I was like, "How oh, well it was just like on TV." It was amazing, and someone on the gangway stood up there, and I haven't got a clue who it was. It was just a man in in white with golden stripes on his shoulder. It could be anything. Yeah, it could be uh, an engineer or the captain because I had no clue, and. He screamed down, and then, are you the new bartender? And I said, yes, okay, come up and start working. <laughs> it was a very warm welcome. <laughs> uh, so I went up the gangway, and 
started working and uh, the funny thing is I didn't start working as a bartender he sent me into the restaurant and I had my first uh, eight weeks so four cruises I, I was a steward there when you say steward in the dining room yeah what, what do you mean do you mean like a kind of a busboy or a waiter Does that no I was a real uh, waiter uh, okay. I had uh, together with my colleague I had uh, three tables of eight person, ten persons, uh, in the main restaurant. We had one wine stewardess, uh, so um, we call her the wine tubes, we call them over here in Germany. They, they are like rockets between the customers, yeah. And, Did uh, you have a lot on those cruises? Uh, obviously, it was predominantly um, German, but did you have any international like Americans or French or anything like that? Nearly just German. Later on, same company, uh, Diamond, opened a ship with the name Deutschland, MS Deutschland, MS Germany, yeah, MS Deutschland. And I was on the maiden voyage with that ship and we have some cruises with the first English spoken people uh, coming from Great Britain, some French people came. Uh, just for the reason, because it was a, uh, one of the best ships in Europe that time. It was uh, 1998 we had our maiden cruise. Later on, I worked for another cruise line that was Hapag Lloyd. You all know, or you yeah. all heard about Whoever was at sea uh, saw a container or a ship from Hapag Lloyd. And they have uh, the most highest ratings for cruise ship uh, in the world. They have the Europa 1, Europa 2. And I worked there, but I worked there as lecturer already, which was very good because I was stuffed. So I slept in a, a passenger's cabin and stuff. Uh, well, they had no, st they had no cabins. They only had uh, suites aboard. How big, uh, uh, how big were these ships that you were on? Uh, the MS Europa 1 has got a capacity of about 500 people. The two is about 700 people. We're never ever that much aboard. There are a lot of have the suite for their own. Oh, my man is so much snorkeling. I can't sleep beside him. I need my own suite. Yeah, something <laughs> like that happened very often. Yeah, or we have our, our, our for our children. We have uh, their their nanny with us. Yeah, and she certainly has her own suite. One of the most expensive ships. Yeah, it's a day is uh, aboard of uh, MS Europa. A day is about one thousand euro per night per wow. person. Wow. Wow. If you, wow. if you 14 days you have uh, with your wife together you have 28,000 euros and if your wife has got her own suite yeah you're at 56,000 euro without paying for a beer <laughs> so wow. the drinks are extra it's just wow. not included they're not included no wow because uh, usually just... the high-end lines, a lot of them will include alcohol, like Seaborn, it's really expensive, but it yeah. includes all your alcohol and all your tours. Uh, we have the alcohol in the suites. They were for free because uh, there was, well, well a mini bar pack, yeah? <laughs> for free, you can drink down yeah, for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but if you're in a restaurant, you know, they, they, they ordered wines. They had the big Rochelles and they have uh, Chateau Petrus or uh, all that stuff. Yeah, well, Brad knows that stuff already. <laughs> And wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so they, they have sometimes uh, after, after dining, they, they have um, addition about uh, 500, 600 euros yeah, for just for wine and drinks. These uh, uh, these cruises that you're talking were these uh, like four day cruises a week, two week, um... two weeks regularly, 10 days to two, two weeks. Okay. Uh, 
worldwide. I know in America there are some some cruise liners. They're just doing the ten days, uh, always the same Caribbean Sea cruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't got that in Germany. Uh, we have it um, that they. Uh, we have one line, which is a cheap line, uh, AIDA cruises, they called, and a big mouth in front of their bow. Um, they are just in the Mediterranean Sea, or they're just doing one time up uh, the Kaiser route. Have you ever heard about the Kaiser route? No. The Kaiser route is uh, from Germany. Uh, to North Cap and back. Uh, and the, okay. the Kaiser, Kaiser Wilhelm, you heard about him first yes. World War. So yeah. so. He made this cruise and still today it's called the Kaiser route. So wow. uh, uh, they will, every, every cruise ship is doing that. That's so I think awesome. one, of the, one of the big reasons why I think that the German lines can do longer cruising and don't stay on this short kind of cruising runs is Americans don't get a lot of vacation time. So, you know, Europeans get a lot more vacation time. So you can get more time off to take longer cruises where you just, unless you're retired in the US, you know, taking a week, max two weeks off, it can be a challenge for most Americans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Uh, regularly you have a lot of time. It's going to be so cool to see the pictures and stuff that you, you have pictures from from the days, right? Me? Uh huh. I have no pictures at the moment, no. No, I don't. I don't mean now, but I mean you'll you'll have to you'll have to post some because it'd be interesting to see um, what the inside of the ships and stuff look like, and and photos from you know the the days that you were on the ships and stuff. Because uh, you know we I've only been on Royal Caribbean, you know, in the Caribbean pretty much. And unfortunately, and, I have but, no uh, pictures now here. I would love to uh, show you some. Um, I can send you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, yes, uh, it's. I, I don't think it's from inside such a big difference. Um, well, the paintings are real expensive on this uh, cruise ships, and they they are all from from very big um, artists. Uh, it's the new ship of Harpak Lloyd cruise ship, and I, I I can tell you about the interior of a cabin from them of a suit they have. Their suit suite they have. Uh, you come in. And uh, you have on the right, you have your bathroom. Your bathroom means you have uh, a bath. You have the possibility to watch TV on your mirror. And you can even have a steam bath. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely. Wait, uh, wait you can have a steam bath in your shower? Your, 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 your bath is not a bath. It's a whirlpool. <laughs> wait, wait, but you can have a steam bath in your own shower? Yes. Wow. Oh my God, that's a dream for me. I would love that cruise. That's fantastic. That's a, that's amazing. That's it, wow. It, that's unheard it's of. It's no problem. Two people. It's forty thousand euros. Hello, come on. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not likely to do that. No, me neither. Me neither. Let's get back to where you left off. Uh, you had just joined this ship. Talk. I, I realize you never ever talked to somebody on a German ship. Yeah, <laughs> there's such yeah. a lot of questions. No, okay. I think this is really helpful also to us. So it's a great learning experience for all of us um, and the listeners too, because I would say the the you know a good portion, the majority of the listeners would not have seen or visited or been on board a, a German cruise line, especially not a high end one like this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want us getting too far off track. We, we will spin out. <laughs> yeah, we'll look down and it's like, oh, look, so an hour and a half. We need to go yeah. back and you haven't even told us any stories yet. Hello, my name is Olaf Jakos and this is my ship story for you. I have a lot of stories because I am now still working on cruise ship. I started as a bartender 
and later I was a bar manager and I don't like it to walk, run around with stripes on my shoulder. It wasn't my job. I was the man at the front that wanted to like to talk to my passengers and I loved them. Um, uh, I, I have still relationships to some passengers from the 90s. Yeah, they, they're still sending me uh, Christmas cards. It's fantastic. Wow. I, I like to make jokes about them, but, but on the other hand, we are all passengers because in that moment we stop working we are a passenger we are, somebody is bringing us our food and cooking for us and somebody's um, delivering some drinks and so on so what I love uh, to tell you are uh, the stories I had on the MS Berlin which was my first ship then I was uh, on a maiden voyage yeah never ever go on a maiden voyage don't do <laughs> no no uh, don't do it did you ever it's have tough. very early in the morning in a new harbor all the new stuff yeah the milk the eggs for the ship and bunkering into did you ever made that well none of no. us worked in food and beverage so we were uh, none have... of you working for food and beverage no, no. but it doesn't make it the... doesn't make a difference when you're on a german cruise ships they are very very small it's not about uh -huh. five thousand passengers it's about 500 to 600 passengers the small ones and right. everybody has to help there <laughs> so, <laughs> wow yeah yeah be lucky that you have been in america <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, fact is a horror for everybody in the F&B branch, certainly because it's very heavy to, to, to carry all that stuff into the lockers. When the ship started, was it the first. was and it was the first cruise. They just boarded everything in like in that port yeah, all at the same made, time. It wasn't ready on time. Later on, uh, we, we had a very, very nice crew together. We just met all together 20 years MS Deutschland. We met and there was from the captain the chief uh, photographs, pianists, bar stuff, uh, stewards, everybody was there. Yeah, that was that ship. And later on, then uh, I was on a riverboat for a small time uh, because they definitely needed one. Well, but what, it, was the, what was party life like on, on those type of ships? Like, did the staff, did they, did they have a, like a crew staff or an entertainment staff or parties below deck or anything? I, I start with the old ship because this is very interesting what you asked there. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have a crew bar on my first ship. No, well, uh, we made something special. We had crew parties in cabin parties. And we were uh, three people on nine square meter. We had uh, shaving cream parties. Ever heard about that? Well, I've heard of foam parties. I don't know if it's the same thing or not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sounds like foam parties sounds like. No, we have foam parties. Yes, we have shaving cream parties or foam parties. So yeah, we came in and uh, everybody of our friends uh, came. So there were sometimes on this nine square meters, there were about 20 people, 25 people. Uh, so packed. Everybody was in bathing clothes uh, for a reason. Um, first of all, it was very sexy, certainly. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were in a shower of beer and uh, because it stings, we had this uh, shaving foam <laughs> that was flying around and we're, uh, it was great parties. And there were a couple of <laughs> bottles of whiskey and gin and rum and whatever they like and some coke, certainly. But uh, <laughs> regularly, it was always more whiskey and rum than coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you have a foam party i mean i don't i don't remember i mean i've never had a foam party on a ship but but that would be pretty pretty messy trying to clean that all up it's kind of an orgy you would tell today yeah probably. yeah uh, it, it didn't have altogether sex certainly not but uh, uh it was kind of well, yeah <laughs> lots of <laughs> <made> flesh 
<laughs> now that sounds like fun. On the MS Deutschland, we had a crew bar. Uh, it was close at 10. What? So you, at 10 p.m.? 10 p.m. I would think I would it wouldn't open there. until 10. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was bartender. I never had a chance. Yeah, so just when I had a very early shift, but regularly I had to bar with the last uh, uh, closing times. And uh, we, had, we had two deck stewards for the service outside. And they had to work from eight in the morning till eight in the evening. Do you know wow. what that means? No chance to go ashore. Mm -hmm. Half a year. Oh, very man. hard. That's, oh, that's, no, I, that's I talk, awful. That's awful. I talked to the uh, CD. I talked to the uh, hot man and there was no chance. At the end, I, I was so ready because I had all my, my time. I, I, I love to have uh, ashore uh, because pff, I had to be once in the morning at nine o'clock. I had to be there. Is everything okay? Yeah, great. That's it. And then I have another couple of hours off. And uh, I started then at about uh, 14, uh, well, two o'clock. Um, until night, one o'clock a.m. Um, now that would, I can't imagine how hard that would be. I mean, we probably were at the other end of the scope where in my position, we are entertainment. So there was no entertainment when you pulled up into an island somewhere and everything shut down. There's no shows. So we, we went and played in every single island. Like, you know, maybe once a month we had an extra rehearsal or something, but um, there was plenty playing in every single island, almost the entire time that we were docked. I couldn't imagine having no time off the ship for a long time. Maybe the home port, but but that was about no, it. That's crazy. I mean, as pursers, we, you know, again, we got free time. It wasn't every port every week, but we, we had our free time so we could go ashore. Um, but I mean, again, that's just... That's just awful of being on a ship for six months and not being allowed to go ashore pretty much as your work schedule. That's just... Yes, I mean, as I want to tell. horrible. At the end, I talked to the captain and the captain changed it. Oh, that's um, good. The captain that's changed good. it and he, he made a rotating system so everybody had a chance to go ashore for five hours one time a week. <laughs> it's not that much, I know. No, once a week, but at least it's, at least it's ashore. Well, anyhow, they managed to have girlfriends in St. Petersburg, so it can't be that worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have been to St. Petersburg. Yes, I have. I haven't. Yeah, they, they have the Siemens Club. Yeah, it's very great. It, it's not hard to get a girlfriend in St. Petersburg. <laughs> yes, you're rich. <laughs> it's a question Speaks of the person politics. with a Russian wife. <laughs> uh, I see. Yes. <laughs> to, to come back to your red line, uh, I have been uh, on several sh ships as bartender and bar manager later. Um, then I uh, retired from that and started a career ashore which started in Scotland. I left the ship there and uh, I, I stood there then altogether three years. <laughs> I became a distillery, um, distiller in a distillery and uh, worked there uh, in several distilleries and first got my education at the Edward Distillery in Pidlachy. Uh, I went then back uh, on cruise ships and worked there, but later I just worked as a lecturer up to today. I found another ship, it's the Sea Cloud, probably heard about this, it's a sailing ship. It's fantastic. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. It's much like a sea, like a sailing cruise ship. Yes. Wow. It, and it's uh, it's not automatic. It's uh, life sailed. So there are seamen oh, cool. up, uh, into the masts and uh, doing that. 
uh, it's much more luxury than the MS Europa 2. And so I found uh, another step higher. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, there is no sailing at all possible. And the ships are fantastic. I love it. To, to be on a real ship with sails and you feel like... That would like, be incredible. Yeah, What's the old Windstar spiky. cruises? Wasn't Windstar, were they... Wind, were, Windjammer. Windjammer. Windjammer, yeah. Windstar Cruises is another. Uh, they, ha they have automatic uh, sailing ships. Okay. Yeah, I thought them. they had sails oh, as well. Oh, the Windstar yeah. is the one with those me metallic sails. Yes, you're right, yeah. 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 Exactly, yeah. Okay. No, we are Sea Cloud Cruises. Sea Cloud Cruises is, uh, uh, yeah, it's wooden, <laughs> wooden uh, mass. And wow. Hand sail, yeah. And uh, how many... The first question was from me, do I have to go up there? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I must. They said, no, no, you're doing your job. There is a lecture. The only point is that you're not only doing your whiskey or your gin or whatever. Uh, you have to do as well the uh, lecture for the country where we are. And I said, that's no problem. I lived in Scotland. I know everything about British islands and uh, more than I want to about the politics over there. <laughs> but uh, nobody's interested in it. Working as a lecturer is fantastic because you uh like a passenger yeah you, you almost got, you got a lot more freedom yeah, yeah. yeah one two one or two hours per day sometimes you have um ex land excursion you have uh three four hours land excursion but the uh, rest of the day you're free okay everybody knows you and say hello mr hello yeah but yeah. uh, it's normal don't we have that always as bartenders or as uh, purses or whatever yeah when I, when I was bar manager, I got my first stripes on my shoulder. They come over. Oh, are you the captain? I said, no, sorry, I'm the admiral. I don't know where the captain's about now. Um, <laughs> we, we, we had that all time. And that is that is my story now. Now we come to the point, probably, if I may. The funniest thing, and I'm writing a book about that. I mean, this is what I love the most, is the questions of our beloved passengers. Always. It starts always with, does the crew sleep aboard? Everybody of us heard it before, yeah? No, we work, I worked reception. I yeah, so we started, Brad and I started in reception. Okay. And then we moved to do more of the personal work with finances and, you know, uh, documentation and things like that. Now, when you were, when you were bartending, did you have any, uh, any instance that passengers were like, hey, Olaf, go ahead and have a drink on me. Hey, do a shot with me. Did anybody buy you or give you or make you do shots and and with and you yes, got a little I'm bit? I'm a very nice man, so it happened about uh, twice an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I really enjoyed it and had my drink with them. First, you always have to look. No officers. No. All right then. Take an empty bottle of whiskey, put in some apple juice or tea, and say, well, I have my special bottle over here. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. Uh, you had mentioned um, yesterday when we were doing a test about the, I can't remember it, but it had this, something to do with Concord playing. Oh, yeah, the sad, sad story in my life. We had a cruise from the uh, United States, I think it was for a lot of days. We expecting 130, 128, 130 people. Uh, from from Germany, uh, and they were uh, flying from Germany uh, over Paris, Concord, to America, but that uh, was on TV, everybody of you heard that, it was in uh, 1999, the Concorde crashed into ground and nobody survived. It was a very, very empty cruise, the ship was half empty because the 
older people were working. We, we knew them, yeah? They were passengers, regulars, and we knew them, and we heard about, uh, we were already, ah, oh, hello, Mr. Miller is coming, and Mr. Schmidt is coming, and, you know, Mr. Meyer, yeah, and, ah, oh, yes, I ordered already a box more of his wine because I love this wine special, and so, and then you hear they're all dead, from one second to another, the ship was so quiet, you can't believe. Never ever saw in your life, because uh, a ship was so quiet. The captain said through the speaker system, were our passengers who, who died there. Just the, they, they wondered, the police came aboard the ship and talked to us, and uh, all now not coming, and we are on a, on a cruise, and we have to be happy and funny. That's That must have been really hard, especially when you have a small ship and that's such a high percentage of the, the guests. And as you said, if these are guests, they come on regularly, you, you know, you get to know them. And so that, that must have been quite difficult. Very, very hard for us. When you mentioned the regulars, we, we just had a one or two interviews that we were talking about um, the regulars. Did you have a lot of regular people? And um, I think Eric or Brad asked that, were you supposed to remember their names or like who the regulars were? Did you see them every few months or? We have a lot of repeaters, regulars aboard. Um, there were some once a year, you know their names and you know the cabins, uh, suites they love to stay. I was good and, and realized, ah, this is Mr. Oh, fuck, what was his name? But uh, <laughs> ah, it was suite uh, 1113 and... He's drinking pina colada with extra brandy or something. Yeah, you know that. Others, oh, hello, Mr. Miller. Yeah, Mr. Miller was once there for a second. I never forgot what they drinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't know how a lot of the bar staff they, and I don't know if I just ordered a lot of drinks or what. But I had um, I had stopped sailing for Royal Caribbean for a few years, and I went on a ship that I had never been on. I had never worked on. But there was a bar waiter there that I guess I had worked with that who I didn't remember. I didn't remember his name. I didn't remember even what he looked like. And the next thing I know, he's like Amstel Light. Like he knew exactly the beer that I used to order on that ship. And I was like, oh my god! Like either have a great memory or I drank a lot of Amstel. <laughs> both yeah probably both uh, you're the guy with the amsel yeah everybody heard of it yeah 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 that's nobody exactly. in the entire world would drink that yeah isn't that why i was... they'll remember your name or or you know yeah. it could be a year two five years from and they'll remember that i mean that's so incredible hey uh, uh, olaf did you did you ever uh, have anybody that was lived on the ships a, no. a passenger no i heard about uh longest we had was for uh world cruises and those were about uh, 120 the days yeah that was like longest. four months no no it was uh, uh there was about uh, a minimum of six to nine months oh wow wasn't that small? yeah yeah it was very great for for, for half a year minimum oh okay and, that's uh, long the, That's the princess cruises, plan. their world cruises are between 90 and 100. And I think it's about almost 120 days, something like that. I can tell you a story about traditional German cruising. Mm -hmm. uh, probably you ever heard about the Oktoberfest, certainly. Yeah. Lots of beer, uh, brussels, and uh, a pig uh, on a grill, a complete pig on a grill. Yeah. And that's the Oktoberfest, and we have uh, a free shop, and we call it it's, uh, early beer in uh, lunchtime, before lunchtime. And the traditional cruise ships, they do it still until today. Passengers, passengers are very special. As I told you, on this ship, they, they, they paid for themselves and their wife about 30,000 euros for this cruise. 
Now there is one situation, there's a Bavarian Prüschoppen, where they can get free beer and free schnapps. They are there, they have their brazels, they have their, their sausages, uh, their, their pig from uh, the grill and everything. And then they start to get all the money back they spent for the cruise by taking as much free beers and free schnapps as possible. Well, <laughs> the ship can't right. be tanked off that quick as they do with themselves. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so funny. I, I didn't realize that it's always and I always thought, well, thank God nobody's watching us. And then it happens. We are a small ship. A white wall came during Bavarian free shopping beside us. This white wall was one of the carnival ships with 5,000 passengers. And every one of them looking down of us because it was much more higher than our ship. Certainly, we looked like a tender of that ship. Yeah, and everybody was looking at us. And you know, what are the Germans there doing? Oh, yes, they had brazels and having beer as usual. <laughs> so, oh, shit. Cliché. Why? Why yeah. this day? All the other days, we're just like them. Yeah, we're running around with cocktails, beers, Havanas, whatever. <laughs> At that day, they and they were so close. There was not, there was 50 meters probably between the ships. And they all looked at us and they Germans sit there as Germans sat there. Ah. <laughs> now, did you have the traditional so Oktoberfest German music? <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, yeah, the band aboard and it changed. Yeah, we have a local band we have, yeah, but uh, it's not, not on, on some ships. They change every right. second cruise. We were on to Louisiana. Uh, and the uh, southern states of the United States. And so uh, we had a very, very good band doing the music from that area. You won't believe there was a very nice man who, who was a perfect blues singer and uh, a rock singer. And uh, he had such a lot of talent and he was so brilliant. And then they put him on... Bavarian hat on his top and he said he has to <laughs> sing these Bavarian Oktoberfest tent songs <laughs> with this strange American accent because he don't speak our fucking German word. It was so funny. I was like, I sat and I said, no, 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 it's impossible. Just because it's tradition on this ship we have to do. <laughs> this poor guy had to sing the songs. It's great. What they can do with us. You know, uh, anyhow, the lockdown is nothing. <laughs> Oh my God, they have to on a cruise ship, then they know what lockdown is for a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh my God, that's too funny. That is hilarious. Well, <laughs> hey, Olaf, we've run over our time. Oh, shit. Well, it said started before. really with the story I wanted to tell you, because uh, this is what my book is about. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's called Whiskey Aboard. It just, uh, I keep it short, Scott, all right? That's all right. Keep going, keep going. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, even if it's at last just for you... Uh, uh, you all know these stories, as I told you, is that uh, people, uh, is the crew sleeping aboard, yeah? And uh, these funny questions, because I love that. I asked, what was happened to you? It was 700 comments. Number two, after where we sleep, uh, was uh, the question, 
this this elevator brings me aft. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny how often the people ask that because you could look into this community and ask the people, is that true in the hundreds? <laughs> the Willy Wonka Vader, it moves sideways. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> we got, I, I can... <laughs> I can attest that I've had that question asked to me. Does that elevator go to the front of the ship? It's it's bizarre and it's just unbelievable that so many people ask that question. But mm. I, in fact, can attest that I have been asked that question on more than one occasion. There, there is such a lot of questions. Is that water in the pool? Is it seawater? Right. You must know. You work about yeah. You must know and say yes. It's seawater. We pump it up from the sea and then uh, it's filtered and uh, we warmed it a little bit up because the sea is very cold over here. So um, it's a warm sea water. It's salty in the pool. Ah, that's why there are so big waves on. <laughs> that's why there's waves in. That's why there's so big waves on. Yeah. Or the uh, the other question in uh, in compilation with with uh, is it seawater in the lavatory? I tasted a lot, but I didn't ever taste it. <laughs> but the funniest thing I ever had uh, in my career was uh, a phone call. You know, they never call the reception if they have to, and it's never the correct department. So they called me and. I don't think probably he saw me before. I don't know. He called my bar. I can't leave my suite. So why? There is no door. You, you went into your suite. And so you have a couple of doors. You have uh, the door to your balcony. You have the door to your... Yeah, I have all these doors. But on the left is it says don't disturb. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That is that's, like... That's passengers. That's passengers. It's, a, it's yeah, absolutely yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah. But there, there was a couple coming down from the ship, and another couple coming uh, back from land excursion, uh, excursion, and they met at the tender. Hi, honey, honey, take my umbrella. It's very cold. Yes, uh, umbrella helps always when it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and all that stuff. I love these stories, and that's what my uh, book is about: whiskey on board, translated into English. Very good. Uh, when are you going to you have know, your book? When you, when's your book going to be out? I, I'm. I, I don't know. I just. Uh, I just got such a lot of uh, new ideas I have uh, to put into this book. So I think uh, in another half a year, it will be on the German market and probably in a year in America. I don't know. I think we're about out of time, uh, but let me give you a story that stumped me one time. Thank I was you very going, much. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I don't, this has been a while ago. Uh, and I believe I was on the majesty, but I'm not hundred percent sure. It was on one of the newer, bigger ships. I was probably doing payroll, probably paying somebody out in the dining room or something. And then it was going back to the purser's office. I came out of the dining room and a couple, you know, it's right there where the elevator is. And a couple stopped me and ladies like, what was that post that we passed in the ocean? What? And she's like, yeah, there was a post and we just passed it really really closely i mean we just went right past it and i'm like i i i have no idea i have no idea what what you're talking about so i i keep on walking and i get down to the close to the purser's desk and i look up and the window washer was going past the windows <laughs> and they thought we had passed a post in the ocean <laughs> I almost wanted to go back and find them, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> great, great, great. So you, you, you can't imagine whether this, this always ha this always happened. Yeah. Um, I always thought it would yeah. be funny to have the cruise 
cruise lines, um, if we could access or if they could send us some of the comic cards, you know, we would keep all the names out of it and stuff. But I think it would be funny to read some of the goofy comments like that uh, just on the air so people understand how how silly and and how goofy the comments can be well olaf uh, it was great having you this was uh, such a great time i loved all Thank your you stories you know it was exciting to learn about like the german cruise industry and stuff and and all the stuff that you had on there that was great yeah it was very informative definitely thank you very much thanks a lot for being on it was a pleasure to talk to you we'll have to have you back yeah, 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 thank you very much for your invitation. It was great. It was my first pers- podcast in, uh, in my life. Yay! Hey, uh, there it was very, very um, well exciting. So, and then it starts an hour early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. My bad. My bad. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate <laughs> it. Bye bye. Right. Yeah. Good night. That was actually really informative. That was really interesting to hear about the, you know, German cruising. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!